Hey, what's up, bar listeners? Before we get into this episode, want to let you know that today's show is brought to you by AGTV. That's right. The people that made the American Gospel documentary has come up with a streaming service app that's pretty much like Netflix for solid biblical content. Go to watch AGTV. Use the code BAR, the number one, to get 10% off the monthly rate. AGTV is so awesome. They also have our very own Just Thinking podcast on there. So you want to make sure you go to watchagtv.com. Use the code BAR, the number one, for 10% off. Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. What's up, bar folks? For 40 years, Ligonier Ministries Table Talk has been a valid resource for the body of Christ. With thousands of subscribers all over the U.S., Ligonier Ministries has partnered with the Bar Podcast to bring you 15 months of this magazine for the price of 12. For $23, you get 15 issues of the Table Talk magazine delivered to your door, chock full of articles and devotions. To get your subscription, go to thebarpodcast.com forward slash table talk to get those 15 issues for only $23. That's right, the Bar Podcast forward slash table talk. Go now. Yo, welcome to the bar. Come on and pull up a seat. And open up your Bible, what a wonderful feast The living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets The inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet This is where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news In light of the scripture, we are here to serve you We're your source for resources To help you on your way as you battle mean forces This is for the people who can see the importance Of sound theology and the scripture that support it And this is for the truth lovers Biblically reforming, preaching Christ to the nations Yeah, welcome to the a reformation yeah the bar biblical and reformed yo grace and peace everyone it's the man t barlow with another episode of bars biblical and reformed spitters and today we're gonna do something a little different i have a sister on the line who from my understanding is a listener a long-time listener of our show and I wanted to have her on some time ago. I can't even remember which guest I had on that mentioned her name. Uh, but, and I hope I don't butcher your name. I should have asked you before we got started. Do I say it? Jacinda Jackson? That is correct. Yes, sir. Jacinda, yes, Jacinda Jackson from San Antonio, Texas. Can you say what's up to the people for us, please? Hello, everyone. Grace and peace. Thank you. It's an honor to be on your show. Yo, it's an honor to have you on. Um, I mean, like I said, this is the first time I actually had somebody on here who's not exactly a musician or whatnot, but like nevertheless, so you are a Christian artist. So tell us a little bit about yourself, just to get the people going on as far as like who you are, where you come from, background, whatever you want us to know right quick. Oh uh, yeah, most definitely. Um, <clears throat> well, I tell my friends and uh, and strangers to call me Jay, which is too hard, but. 
I've been in Texas for the last five years and uh, the military brought me here and I have since gone out, got out of the military and so I'm currently a bachelor's of fine arts student at UTSA and, uh, and I've definitely grown in my faith and my Christian walk in Texas. I attend Grace Community Church, part of the I'll Be Honest um, church plant. And, um, and so in the last three years, I've been a freelance artist and I have my own business uh, titled Shades, X-J-A-Y, but I pronounce it as Shades by J. And I have um, Instagram and Facebook and my own website. And I try to do commissions, and, um, but I'm, I'm just trying to hone in on this bus the business aspect of art, but I have really grown in my skill and my love of just creating on uh, canvas and paper and so the Lord has definitely blessed this small little freelance opportunity and he's blessed my time in school and more importantly he's blessed my growth um, a Christian walk at Grace Community Church. Wow that, that's dope. Now so where are you from originally? Originally I am from North Carolina a little town called Pembroke North Carolina and uh, it's very rural very country area. Right and so Join the military now. Were you Christian? Were you, like, were you saved before the military, or is this something that happened like after the fact? Well, uh, so I joined the military in 2013, and I was a very uh, young and, and kind of a weak Christian back then. So I have, I've, I got saved around 2012 to 2013, but up until that point, I just I thought I was a Christian for so long. Being in the Southern Baptist culture. Um, I professed Christianity, but the fruit was, was not matching at all. And, um, and the Lord really used some very strange uh, experiences to draw me to the scriptures and really examine my profession. So for so long, for so many years in high school, and even my first time in college in North Carolina, I thought I was a Christian. And um, he really exposed my sin, my hypocrisy. And so during that time period, right before I came to Texas, was when I was really challenged on my knowledge of the gospel and who I have been all this time, and it was scary. But I was very immature. So <clears throat> when I came to Texas at the end of 2013, that's when um, the Lord brought people to bring me to grace. And since then, like I've never noticed any, I've never known any type of discipleship that's hard not to love until my church BCC. But uh, he was very kind to save me before I came to Texas. Yeah, you know, I gotta tell you, like, it's it's amazing how that happens, you know, um, like, because, like, me, for example, like, I grew up in the church, and I tell people this all the time, like, I grew up in the church, and all honesty, I don't believe I was actually, I was baptized at the age of six, but, like, in all honesty, I don't believe I was actually, like, saved until, like, sometime in my adult years, like, because it was, it was just, like, like, you show up to church, you go through the routine, but then it's it's just like there was no real uh just no real seeking no no real conviction I, and, and, it, and it was just strange like I can't, I can't say there was no conviction over stuff that i've done mm -hmm. it's just mm -hmm. that i guess there was no real brokenness i suppose mm -hmm. you know yes, and, and I, whatnot <laughs> yeah, yeah ahead, i totally empathize no 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 i was just saying i empathize with you yeah yeah and it's crazy like it usually takes some um, some guest preacher or somebody like 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 for me in all honesty i had never uh i had I, I think i was watching a video it was paul washer's shocking youth message 
like 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 that was like the message that had me like wait a minute like am i safe <laughs> you know mm-hmm. um <laughs> you know it was like it was, it was crazy you know uh and it just it's amazing how through a series of, of events though god places you in a position to hear the gospel in the way that it was meant to be heard mm-hmm. you know yeah and, and, and you said you, yeah you, you said like like uh you said it was like kind of like some unusual events. Like, can you give me an example of like 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 a, uh, one of those events that you uh that you come across that kind of like like brought you into like this turning this turning point in your uh, walk with Christ? Yes, uh, and over the years, my testimony has, has kind of changed concerning these strange events. I don't put my hope in these events. So, um, I guess to give some context. Uh, while I was in college in North Carolina, I was a psychology major, and so during the year 2011, uh, early 2012, I started experiencing some strange paranormal, uh, possibly demonic experiences that, you know, I just explained as sleep paralysis or uh, just subjective feelings whenever I'm half asleep and just wondering, well, is this real? Or, uh, But I didn't know how to interpret it, but I would just fall back on my my psychology classes and just assume well it's, it could be spiritual it's probably just my subconscious um just uh trying to interact with my conscious reality i don't know but i just i got so fearful during the beginning of 2012 that i really could not explain it anymore um for example i i, I had a i guess a nightmare or a dream during the day that i was um, there was a ghost in my in my home in my dream, and then the ghost had me to levitate above the bed, and it was like a demon, and he was trying to uh, rape me or you know just do something malicious to me. But when I came to my full senses, I had never moved. You know, I was in the same position as when I first laid down. It just it rocked my world, and uh, and I started getting. I started to seek out some people that were, uh, I don't know if they were true Christians or not, but they had a sense of godliness that that I wanted to trust. They seemed like they had a, a prophetic gift that I didn't have and I wanted an explanation. And so though I look back and I don't really trust that experience per se, but it did lead me to question my own profession. Because during that mm. time, I was, you know, I was just really wayward. You know, it was one of those Christians where you go to the club on Saturday and you and you're in Sunday like, oh yeah, I'm saved. I mean, the Lord knows me. That one time I professed Christ at six uh, and just going to different denominations. I just kind of, I was just really worldly. And you know, at bottom yeah. line, I was super lost. Uh, but yeah. I, was, man, I was so fearful. But yeah, that led me to search the scriptures and just like, Jacinda, who are you? Where are you? <laughs> Right, right. You know, and, and like I said, like there's there's a lot of strange things, that, and, and it's you gotta it's like, it's weird because you have to be real careful because mm-hmm. like you'll find yourself like making things more hyper spiritual, like in these walks. Mm-hmm. At the same time, like you don't want to like like remove the supernatural from it like completely. You yes. know, like for example, like like I had an experience that, like that when I used to uh you know I used to smoke and drink a lot. I used to, used to just, I mean I'm talking when I say drink, I mean like get drunk. Um, mm. And uh, you know, and get high, you know, and so forth a lot. And I remember one day, 
like coming home from work, for example, and I'm getting ready, I'm rolling up some weed, getting ready to, you know, I got paid that day, I had the house myself, so I was about to get high, about to get drunk, have a little PS2, big screen TV, like it was about to be just a comfortable evening after work, right? Well, mm-hmm. I was kind of like, moved kind of uh, to, uh, to, to read the scripture for whatever reason. I mean, the blunt throw, you know, got the drink and stuff ready, drink, drink is all nice and cold. But it's like, well, let's read some scripture right quick before I go into this. This is the type of Christian I was. Right? So, um, I was like, okay, you know, so I had to go find my Bible. Now, my Bible was something that was like packed away in a box somewhere. Mind you, I was going to church every Sunday, but my Bible was packed away in a box somewhere. And, uh, and and it was like, I knew exactly where it was. So I go all the way upstairs. I walk through my kitchen, walk through my living room, walk down the hallway, walk to this closet next to the bathroom, go and pull out this box. And at the bottom of the box is my Bible. It was almost like, it was like it had a sound on it. Like I knew exactly where it was. So I go and I get it. And I sit down at the table. I'm back down to the basement, sit down at the table. And I'm thinking to myself, well, Lord, you obviously got something that you want me to see. And so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to open up this Bible and whatever page I open it up to, that's what I'm going to read. Now, I hear people talk about doing that all the time, and I kid you not, like, I feel like it's one of the goofiest things that we can do. I don't I don't know why. I just think that that's a goofy thing that we can do, but at the time, it seemed like it was just smart. So I open up the Bible. Now, this Bible that I ain't had seen in months has, like, a highlighted verse on there. Uh, and I'm thinking, like, nah, that's too easy. So I tried to read something else, and it was like I couldn't read so then I go and I read the highlighted verse, and it was Romans 12, 1 and 2, where it talks about us presenting our bodies a living sacrifice. And here I am getting ready to get drunk and high. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> You know, and so it was like, you know, again, I think that's a supernatural experience. And, and out of that, like, I didn't turn into, like, this big spooky Christian where... Everything is demonic or everything is super. I did for a little bit, ain't gonna lie. Right. But like now, but now I'm really more so like, you know, I, I guess like, like there's a balance to it. So mm-hmm. my question for you becomes after saying all of that, like how how do you find balance in all of this now? Like what's your what what balances you from becoming too hype or anything when it comes to your Christian walk? Um, well like you, I, I did go through a period of really capitalizing on this the spiritual aspect oh this is a demon and and this is possession but uh i think what has helped me greatly along with the scriptures along with uh, aiming to abide in christ is um god's people at gcc just really challenging me on the very basics of christianity dying to self dying uh cutting off sin like what what molds you more into the image of christ to where I could capitalize on what is demonic if I want to, but it, it is best for me to get right with the Lord first, and then I deal with, with those things. Um, and in my early walk as a Christian, I did uh, get so caught up in trying to analyze my experiences, analyze horror movies, and, um, and you know, and worldly music and all that stuff, but not really uh abiding in Christ as I ought to, bearing the fruit, being consistent in love in Christ. So having those things as top priority and then just trying to um, see things through Ephesians 6 that we don't fight against flesh and blood, but against spiritual principalities. Um, And just reminding myself that of course there's demonic forces in the world, but you know, 1 John 4 says that greater is he that is in, in me than he that is in the world. And so just trying to understand that it is Christ above all, Christ above my 
of possibly demonic experiences, Christ above everything and him creating the devil. Like I should be more concerned about what Christ says about me, what Christ says I ought to do. Um, and then I'll deal with the other things um, once I get that established. Get right, founded. exactly. Exactly. A true story, man. You know, like we uh, here at the Bar Podcast, man, you know, like we, like we, we first started off as, you know, we have the Be It Out to See page still up and running. And like, it, it, for anybody who's been following the page for the for the past, I think I have however many years it's been that we've been doing this. I think it's about, been about six years now, six, seven years. I think they see that there's a radical growth. It used to be we were all about the, 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 the witch hunting and the demon hunting. You know, and now I mean, like we just kind of grew into like, yo, let's just expose some 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 false doctrine and point to to, to the real doctrine and talk about what Christ has said. So like, yeah, I think that was you know I think he was part of the growth. Uh, I think for for many of us as Christians, you know, just getting to a point to where it's like, yo, let's focus on our walk. Or and if we are going to deal with demonic and spiritual stuff, let's make sure that we're always pointing back to Christ and His sufficient work and so right. forth. And, you know, and, and I think that's what I mean, like a lot of people miss that. Like they spend so much time trying to find out what's sinful. We're like we know what's sinful. We we get right. it. We know that. Like 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 we're good at it. <laughs> that's how we know it. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but when it comes to pointing to that solution, that's where it's at. I want to talk a little bit about your art. Tell me about um like like how did you. Uh, just just your journey as, as an artist like like where does it start for you um where are you right now and where do you plan on taking it oh man um well i've always liked to draw ever since i was uh a little kid in elementary school and then my first time in college i got a, a bachelor's in psychology but i minored in art i was a little aimless in my career direction uh because i realized oh well even though i love art and i want to do psychology i'm not really prepared for this career, I didn't think it through. So after I graduated, I just kind of put art to the side. And um, But a couple years, let's see, I, I was in the military from 2013 to the end of 2015. Um, but 2014, after not drawing for about two, two and a half years, I really hit a hard road in my military career. And, um, and art, I was going through art therapy, actually. I hadn't picked up a pencil to draw in so long. And, the assignment was to create an image from an inspirational quote. And the quote was, was like, beautiful things do not need attention. And so, um, and that was the first time I had drawn in a couple of years. And I realized, man, I still like this. I can't believe that, that I, I gave it up for so long. And so during a time period, I just I just used art as a, as a means to cope with my career direction. I was just really depressed and just, Dealing with a whole lot of stuff um, as a young 24-year-old airman, um, but then after encouragement of my peers, my friends, to hey, you should consider making this a, a business. So I like to draw people, I like to draw celebrities and stuff like most most people do, and then kind of switch to interpreting or visualizing scriptures like proverbs, proverbs and psalms and biblical stories like uh, the creation of Adam and Eve and. Um, Stephen, the Stephen um, in Acts, I think Acts seven, or even Stone of Death. Uh, right. And then that refining to well, how to represent uh, heavenly images or the Trinity uh, rightly, and then transitioning to well, you know what? I don't even want to represent the Trinity in, in my art. So how can I represent Christ as a concept without 
uh, breaking any of the commandments, even though. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. What you're saying. yeah. Mm -hmm. So each like milestones, I'm I'm getting feedback from people in my church who are who were so gracious to buy from me, like images and stuff. But just continually submitting my desire to okay abandon some of the secular or some of the worldly images that I, that I would represent sometimes, and then uh, continually holding on to scriptural concepts. I still like to draw other things outside of the Bible, you know, like. Uh, portraits of people or maybe some celebrities that that I really admire but I am more drawn now to try to represent um, just gospel concepts and gestural images and I just I find joy in that and I'm really inspired by like Christopher Powers with the full of eyes and um, I respect the way he can just beautifully render just gospel imagery in his work and so that is what I'm more attracted to and Surprisingly, a lot of people gravitate um, more towards that than like realistic drawings. Um, and mm. so, I, and, yeah, especially like Ephesians 2, I deal a lot, I like to deal with the grotesque and, and then the, what is sacred. Like drawing an image of a skeleton gaining flesh as an imagery of being brought to life, redeeming our trespasses, and being alive in Christ. Like, I love that concept. How many times can I? render that to make so many images of the same biblical concept um yeah so now that's, that's I, 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 I gotta tell you that like 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 that sounds like one of the dopest things i ever heard like i i mean just as far as like a, a picture of a like the ball jumping from like a game but and i think i think the reason why that stands out to me out of all the I'm getting ready to like to drop a project called The Life of My Story, and, and, and it's based upon the, the, the gospel concept of, of being dead in sin and being given new life in Christ and so forth. And so, like, just to hear that, um, I mean, you know, to hear that, I, I, I mean, like, is that something that you actually finished or something that you're working on? I, I've made many renditions of that same image. Uh, over and over and again, and um, and I, I just love that concept. And so I could show you maybe some examples um, of some of my drawings, and then even this past semester, uh, for my wire sculpture project, I used Ephesians too. I used like a a gestural, loosely rendered skeletal image or a wire 3D sculpture, and then like a man two two dimensional, but it's still of the wire, a man running out of the chest of this wire skeletal figure it's, it's it just feels so innate wow can't, you know, <laughs> and i mean hey the skill level the formal aspect is still working but the desire and the love is there um yeah and even more context i know that the art world is they embrace the profane they hate you know what is holy and so if i could uh if i could What's the word? If I could um, infiltrate the art world, and though they they love death, how can I say, well, we are dead, but this is the solution to what you love is profane, but will lead to destruction. He can give you life. Um, yeah, that's the art world today. They love that kind of stuff, but they hate yeah. Christ. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, like they they'll find any way to desecrate or blaspheme and, yes. and, and, to them, and to them like that's art and it's like well no that's just vulgarity you know mm -hmm. um, 
it's, it's vulgarity. You love the vulgar. You don't really love you love the vulgarity of it all. You don't love the art of it, you know. And and so like yeah, that's yeah. So so like what you're doing is kind of like I don't know, uh, it's, it's counterculture. Um, but yeah. like it, it's very very counterculture, but it, but it's it's just saturated in in like true beauty. You know, mm-hmm. can we talk when you talk about the gospel? I mean, I th- I believe at the end of the day, we're talking about the passage to to true beauty. You know, mm-hmm. beauty being in the eye, not not necessarily being in the eyes of the beholder, but being the beholder himself, who is God, who has a, who, you know, who who basically sustains everything. You know, beauty is like there's a there's an unspeakable beauty in the Creator, and like here it is. Now you have art with our finite resources, do, with the best of your ability finding a way to show the beauty of this creator. I, I think that's dope. That's hot. I yeah. mean, yeah, I, I, that's real cool. So when, you, when you're when you making your art, man, like, like what's your, like you have like a process that you go through? Um, like, do you, do you listen to music as you do it? Does it have to be silent? Do you have to kick everybody out of the house? Like what, what are, what, what gets you moving and motivated and inspired? Uh, I am known to put a song on repeat over and over again. And, I, and some of the songs lately has been, of I think it's Fall Away by Jackie Hill Perry. Um or and yeah. definitely some of the songs. Yeah, <laughs> over and over. Yes. It's just something about listening to the intricacies of the of the beat and the, of course the context of her lyrics and it, it births just uh, these grotesque images of our sin and you know and how to how to represent that in a tasteful way and then how beautiful it is to be made alive in Christ and just marrying those two concepts that Jesus to present but being inspired by songs like that definitely songs by beautiful eulogy um, I've definitely listened to Acquired in Heaven um, numerous times or Organized Religion just beats that have like, a, like an organic sound and then a lyrical content that addresses both both uh, with the plight of man and then the hope of the gospel. Um, yeah. Because those songs are crazy. so like in your face, yeah. Yeah, I was about to say it's crazy that you mentioned it, like 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 Jackie Hill or or even Beautiful Eulogy, because it's like as you think about like like just thinking in their music from what I've experienced from it, it's almost like they put into sound what you put into a visual art. Yeah, and it's like just thinking about it, it's like yeah, like that makes so much sense to me that like like you would play this. It's just like it, it would make just as much sense to me like if you played classical music as you did it. It's like it's mm-hmm. there's, there's something there's something about like their music where it's, it's it's I don't know. It's almost like it's like I said, it's, they put in the sound like what you put into visuals. You know, it's just, mm-hmm. it just it makes so much sense to me that you're naming that. Yes, <laughs> it's raw. It's I mean, you know, it's the art of singing, but it's something humble about their their music because they want to honor uh, the gospel message in Christ so much that they are mouthpieces, and that's what I want to do. It's like, yes, I'm gonna sign my name, but I'm trying to show you where I I have this skill, and it's from my my Creator, and I'm gonna show you the plight of mankind, the plight of myself. I am a sinner made new in Christ, and so it's um it's, when I listen to their music. It's, it's void of pride in my opinion they don't sound prideful or boastful because they're not putting the attention on themselves and so for my art I'm like I'm taking what they say which is scriptural, scripturally based to give honor to Christ and not myself 
or at least that's the goal anyway and so <laughs> i don't know if yeah. that makes sense but there's something no it, it, it makes perfect sense it, it, it makes that makes perfect sense and that's uh i think i think you have some very 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 dope concepts and, and, and the process alone um in and of itself it's like it's a dope process and mm. so so we know that i not if you, you you've been listening so you know i'm always asking these this question right here so we know now jackie hill perry is one of them beautiful eulogy is another one is there anybody else that you listen that you're listening to right now that's that's on your playlist oh uh, let's see i've been i've been getting into liz vice and i like her, her oh, yeah. style yeah yeah she's dope yeah. i like liz I yeah, I came across her listening to uh, Eastside. Oh yeah, I know. I was just about to listen uh, or list him. Uh, I revisited his album Fear of God, and uh-huh. I mean, it's one of the dopest projects I've I've ever heard. I've not always followed his music, but man, three years later, I'm still bumping Fear of God, I'm still bumping a close distance and a good grief. And uh, yep. let's see, oh, some Shyland for sure. Yeah. Um, now this is a secular artist. I haven't downloaded his music. Um, I just had to give it up. But <laughs> I do like Logic's beats, and I wish I could just have his beats to listen to without his words. Um, but I, I, <laughs> I like his, his style. But I, you know, Horace definitely convicted me on trying to glean from. Yeah. I mean, you got you got to use some disturbing. Like I don't, I, I don't totally not secular music, but it's like I can't deal, I can't deal with horrible content. Yes. Um, but like, yeah, as a matter of fact, I was just watching. I never finished the other uh, series. There's a series on Netflix, and mm-hmm. um, and, and Logic was the first episode. Of, you know, oh, they they just kind of walking through. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't get to watch, but it's like it's like watching, and it's like yeah, he's kind of cussing a lot and all this other jazz. So it's not like I would recommend it for watching, but like nevertheless, so I get what you're saying. I think he is a, uh, I mean, aside from his horrible content, he's a good artist. Yes, very talented. Um, so and then you know my girl Lauren Hill, of course, she definitely uh, I keep her in rotation. Yes, I I, was, I keep you know, I was just listening to her last night. The miseducation of Lauren Hill is probably one of the. I, I mean, hands down, definitely one of my top five favorite albums. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Hands down. I don't know where it's placing, but yeah, yeah, she was she was such a dope artist back then. So, what do you think yeah. about her MTV Unplugged from 2003? Oh my goodness, I used I used to love that. Um, the uh, my favorite joint off the I Get Out. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, like. Yeah, like like uh, she went in. I, she, yes. she went in. I haven't watched it in years, but like every so often I would YouTube I get out mm-hmm. just to hear her sing that song. And then like and here listening to her sing that song, it's like man, like like I felt like it was such a double entendre and it's like like okay, like one is like it has something to do with like relationship with a relationship and on the other flip side, man, this is all industry. Like she just didn't want anything to do with it and it's like, okay, that makes a whole lot of sense. That's why you came in, you dropped that one fire album, and you kind of just bowed out a little bit. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, y'all can keep this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, Lauren Hill was probably one of my favorite artists because she's, yeah, she, she's crazy, though. She's crazy, mm-hmm. though. And which, which is probably why I like Jackie Hill Perry. Yes. So much. Because Jackie exactly. Hill Perry is like, it's like a sanctified Lauren Hill, you know? Oh, my goodness. You know? Yeah, and, 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 and they're like, yeah, and, and like, so like when I heard, 
her old DeLorean on, on her mm. first album. I was like, man, this makes so much sense. Like, like yeah, so. Thumbs through Jackie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That girl, her yeah. wordplay is just ridiculous. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she, like I think what she said at one point, she said, I saw that tree, son. She was talking about trees, and she said, I saw that tree, son, from the beginning, like a lumberjack. And I was like, wait a minute, what? I had to rewind right. that. Like, like, oh my goodness. Like, yeah, she, she's cold. She's cold. I, matter of fact, like, between like her, uh, beautiful eulogy, um, silent, like, like, like these guys still keep with like the art of, of like writing. Like, I, I, I like the fact that like they don't cave into what the hot sound is. It's like now nah, we're just gonna make good music, and and you know, I have I have a profound respect for artists like that, like mm-hmm. people who aren't just trying to stay current. They just yeah, just just gonna do the music the way that it flows from them, and so mm-hmm. yeah, which again translating to you as an artist because like you're not doing what's popular in the art world. You're doing the art that's inspired from you know. What not so? Yeah, so. yeah. Try to be tactful. Um, right. Just, <laughs> man, so, real quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, no, I was, gonna, I was gonna say, uh, you know, people haven't had the opportunity to listen to, you know, you, your testimony, and what you do. Uh, right now, this is your opportunity to tell them again, because I know you mentioned it earlier, but where they can find you, where they can see your work. Uh, and even if they wanted to like put some money in your pocket for some work, like how would they go about contacting you and, and finding your product? Uh, awesome. So I have a website. It's Um I also have an Instagram that's public and it is ShadesXJAY and a Facebook profile, uh, public art profile, Shades. A space x space j a y and so you can hit me up on any of those platforms you can email me at jackson pages in that email um and i'm open i'm i'm off for the summer from school and so i'm just trying to make myself available to artist art projects and just trying to be um i see more discipline with my time so yeah i'm i'm open for commissions this summer before august comes around and uh, and studio classes take my take my time yeah yeah understood yo so man i really do appreciate you for taking time out to come on to the show uh to share your testimony to talk about your art to talk about the things that inspire you and move you along um mm-hmm. thank you so much thank you for listening and all that jazz i mean just like for real like really do appreciate you love you to life with this folks you guys have been listening to our sister jay jackson i'm saying that right right yeah that's right yeah <laughs> She said all her friends call her Jay. I'm just gonna consider my. I'm just gonna assume that oh, I got that role right there. Oh so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so you guys have been listening to Jay Jackson. She's an artist. I want you guys to make sure you check out those links that she listed. Uh, of course, you guys know me, T Barlow. This has been an episode of Biblical and Reform Spitters. Be sure to check us out on Facebook. The Bar Podcast is the name of the page. Go there. Hit the like button. Check us out online. www.thebarpodcast.com uh, Also, I believe we do have a promotion going on for uh, uh, for Ligonier yet again where you can get copies of Table Talk. So get on there. Uh, find out where you can get your, your free sign up or your I, I'm not quite I can't remember how how it works. I already got mine, whatever it was. 
but get you a subscription to Table Talk. Very good read, very awesome. Also, I highly recommend you guys getting the Ligonier, the Ligonier app if you don't have it. Uh, so many great teaching series on there uh, by R.C. Sproul, uh, John Gerstner, Steve Lawson. You'll find all types of good stuff on there. Great, great, great resource. Uh, don't forget to check out the page that started this all. I mentioned it earlier, the Be Not the Seeds page. Yes, we are still in effect. Uh, the followers have been growing like crazy lately. I don't know what it is that my man Jonathan Walters and Virgil have been doing, but whatever the case may be, the people love it. So go to the page, Be Not Deceived. That's the page that started it all. Hit like on that. Be on the lookout for Dwayne's upcoming podcast, The Bar Podcast. Be on the lookout for Just Thinking with Virgil and Daryl. Um, also, we got something for the ladies coming up soon, and it's called She Who Believes. So be on the lookout for that. Man, the Bar Podcast has become the Bar Podcast Network. So check us out. Go online. Find out what all we got popping. Be sure to check the gear. We got new shirts that are out there. Father's Day is coming up soon. Even if they're going to be a little late, you know, get your man a shirt and, and a cut and whatever else we may have that has the Bar Podcast on there. I thank you all for listening. I love y'all to life. And until next time, grace and peace. What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get a invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there